With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Test one, two, test, test. Testing one, two. At this time, we'd like to hear the school song. Test, test, test. One, two. Sam, you there with us? Uh Uh-oh, what happened to Sam tonight? Oh, okay. So who do we have tonight? My name's Mike. Cool, cool. They normally give us one minute between breaks. Between uh, kickoffs, uh, change of possession. Normally, after a punt, I very rarely do I send it back. And then when we go to halftime, we'll do like a two-minute break every uh, every break at halftime. That's correct. And if you have any issues, you got my. Did he give you my cell number? Let me give that to you. Three six one. Seven two six nine one nine zero. Sounds good. Got it. That other one I gave you. What are they? Anyone? Well, they're on a 10-game winning streak, huh? Mm-hmm. They lost their first one. They Um... <clears throat> 
some tape. I need some. Ladies and gentlemen, please rise, remove your caps, and honor this great nation. All right, let's try this again. Ladies and gentlemen, let's rise, remove your caps, and honor this great nation as the Cal Allen Band plays our national anthem. Can you see their captain's uh, coach? What are the numbers? 44. 44, 15, 44 17, 4, and 9. You want to call theirs up? Yeah. That's what I got. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Friday Night Football right here on 1360 KKTX. Primetime crew coming at you on a Friday night. From Floresville, Texas, home of the Floresville Tigers, or the Cal Allen Wildcats are set to take on the uh, Antlers from Kerrville Tyvee, as uh, Coach Jones has the Antlers with a 10-1 record. I'm Mike Guerrero, alongside our color commentator tonight, Coach Medina. Our statistician is Coach Mike Brotherton, our producer, the hitman back in the studio, and our audiovisual producer is Rich DeLeon. Coach, welcome to the show. Oh, I'm glad to be here. We've got a beautiful night. It looks like the rain's gone away. And... Beautiful night it is for sure. 55 degrees here at game time. Wind blowing out of the north at nine miles per hour. 
Wildcats are the home team. They're lined up directly in front of us. We're about, I would say, about 15 rows up from the uh, track here at Forestville Stadium. Wildcats wearing maroon and white with their white helmets. The traditional Cats logo across the helmet. Kerrville Tybee across the field from us coming in with their traveling uniforms. White shirts, white pants, blue numerals outlined by gold with the antler helmet. Uh, I guess it's a blue helmet with gold on the side. We wait for the team captains to come to the middle of the field. Coach, these are two teams that are coming in with identical records. Wildcats losing the last game of the regular season of Port Lavaca. The flip side for Kerrville, they lost the opening game of the season. They're on a 10-game winning streak for the uh, Tybee uh, Antlers. I don't know which way you'd like it to go. I don't know. I guess i uh, the first one to win the rest of them. Have the momentum going to the playoffs. Uh, both teams, again, is very explosive, uh, spread offense. You're going to see a great quarterback tonight. The captain tonight for Floresville, I'm sorry, for uh, Kerrville, is going to be number four, Cole Myers. Number nine is Trapper Pinnell. Number 17, Brooks McCoy. He's a big wide receiver. Number 44 is Gonzalo Hernandez. And number 50 is James Hyde. Cats for the Wildcats tonight are number seven, Grayson Leal, number eight, Jared Garza, number 35, Rick Barrett, and number 77, Marcus Weiser. Initials at the middle of the field, getting ready for the uh, coin toss. Thanks for being with us on a Friday night. Second round of the playoffs. But Cal Allen has won the toss. They have deferred to the second half. Wildcats have Kerrville now will decide what end of the field they want to receive the ball. So they will receive to our right-hand side. That will be the north end of the stadium. The Wildcats will defend the left side of the stadium. We'll call that the south end. As we get ready for the opening kickoff, we're going to take one last break. You're listening to Cal Allen Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. Yes, all that. Yeah. Got a strong leg. One minute, hit man, one minute. None at all. We just got a little bit of a late start. Later than what we wanted. This damn bar is right in my way. I couldn't get it. Get, I was trying to get it to go up a little bit. It is real hard, right? That's better. You'll call out the returners. Back deep to receive for the Amplers. Milton, Mears, and Abel. Kicking off for the Wildcats is Peachnik. All right, welcome back as we get ready for the opening kickoff of tonight's matchup. Number 85 is Peachnik. He tees it up at the 40-yard line. Number four on the return for the uh, Kerrville Tivy. Andrews takes it at the five-yard line, comes out across the 20. And he'll be brought down at the 22-yard line where Tyvee will have the ball first down in 10. 
area round of the playoffs. Going to bring up an Antler first and 10 from their own 22-yard line. Antlers, again, with a 10-1 record. We'll give you the offense for the uh, Antlers. On the front line, the center is Ethan Peschel. Number 67, the uh, guard is Matthew Winky and Eric Moore. Your tackles, Andres Castillo and Aaron Ortega. Wideouts, Brooks McCoy, Stoney Rhodes, Cole Mears, and Colton Drake. The quarterback is Trapper Pinnell, and the running back is Fisher Middleton. Quick first play, off to number four on the far side. That's Cole Myers on the reception. It's going to be about an eight-yard reception. Second down and two. Quick pass there from the quarterback, Trapper Pinnell. Second down and short. Take the handoff to the uh, running back, quarterback keeper on the right side. Needed a yard for the first down. Looks like he's going to have it out to the uh, 33-yard line. First down and 10 for the uh, Antlers. Antlers driving right to left on your radio dial. Shotgun formation, five wide receivers. Empty backfield. Quarterback looks to his right, dumps it off. Complete to the 37-yard line, knocked out of bounds at about the 42. Complete the mirrors for a nine-yard reception. Exactly for the Wildcats was green. Bring up an antler, second and one. Looks like the quick passing game is going to be in effect tonight for the Antlers. Running back out of the backfield. Quick pass to the running back. That's Middleton. Middleton lunging forward, finally brought down by number two of the Wildcats. But he's going to cross midfield to the 44-yard line of the Wildcats. Bring up first and 10 from the 44. Middleton chips over to the left side of the quarterback. Five wide receivers. Trips to the far side. Pressure coming up. But now stepping up. Now going to go downfield, trying to hit his Wide receiver. He was wide open, but the uh, ball bounces off the carpet. Somehow the uh, wide receiver got behind the secondary coach, and he was wide open at about the 15-yard line. Have him listed at 6'2", 180 pounds. Is a senior. Three wide receivers running back to each side of the quarterback. Now dropping back, looking to go across the field, and now you're going to have a penalty on McClure, but that pass didn't look like it was catchable. We'll see what the uh, referees talk about it, but no, they're going to rule it interference against McClure. McClure got there just a second early. I was kind of questioning if the ball was catchable there, there Coach. Pass interference called against the Wildcats. Big first down for Tyvee. Ball inside the 30 to 29 yard line. Near hash mark right in front of us. Two wide outs to the near side. Waiting for the change to get set. Referee blows the whistle. Here we go. Shotgun formation. Middleton motions across the line of scrimmage. 
Quarterback dropping back, hits his wide receiver in stride, and Kerrville's going to strike first on a 29-yard touchdown pass right down the middle. Now to McCoy. McCoy is the leading receiver for the Adlers. Kicker Jared Zirkel with the uh, kick. This one through the upright. Ten minutes, 30 seconds in the opening quarter. Tyvee on the board. 7-0 over Cal Allen. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. David Palestrant. David Palestrant, please report to the press box. Bluer Grove and Duff back deep for the walk pass. Kick it off for the Antlers in a circle. The circle. High end over end kick. This one's going to bounce. And it's going to roll through the end zone for a touchback. Great leg by the uh, kicker, number eight. That's Jared Zirkel. He is uh, committed to Georgia. And uh, he uh, just displayed his leg there, Coach. Just kind of booming that one to the back of the end zone. Wildcats come out. Jared Garza under center. Wildcats, two tight ends set. Handoff to number one, Charlie Hill. Hill lunging forward out over the 30-yard line. Five-yard gain on the first carry of the night for the Wildcats. Picks up about five yards on the run. Tackling for the Antlers was... On the front line for the Wildcats, your center is Cole Hobbs. Your guards, Ethan Clifton and Brody Ford. Your tackles, Ty Buchanan and Dustin Sanders. Tight ends, Jose Avila and Daniel Garza. Your quarterback is Jared Garza. Tellback is Charlie Hill. We're going to be arrested in the backfield here shortly. Garza, I'm back, looking in the backfield. Takes the handoff, now tosses it. It's complete over the 40-yard line. That's complete to number seven. That's Grayson Leal out of the backfield. Bring up the first and ten in the 41-yard line. That's the uh, remainder of your backfield. It's going to be Grayson Leal, number seven, and number 34, Jeremiah Earls. Earls recently has really picked up his uh, game. 
Toss sweep to number one, Charlie Hill on the right side. Hill has a 45, cuts back in, lunges forward. He's going to be to the 48-yard line. Nice gain for uh, Charlie Hill, seven yards. It'll bring up second down and three. Reisinger. To bring up the Wildcats, second and three. Dominic Jefferson, seven eight, Micah Harrison, and number eight, one Hayden Cole, and the defensive front four. Second down and three, Wildcats overload via right side. Leal motions across the line of scrimmage, and off again to Charlie Hill. This time Hill met at the line of scrimmage by the linebacker, number 50, Cole Mixon. Third and three. Third down and three for the Wildcats. Yard to gain just over the uh, midfield stripe. Garza hands it off to Earls. Earls trying to go to the left side. He's going to be met, and he's going to be short of the first down by about two yards on the play. Looked like Mixon again coming up from that linebacker spot to make the hit. And her sending in number 35, Barrett, who uh, not only is the punter, but he's also your bruising fullback. Second down, I'm sorry, fourth down and over a yard, so it's a long yard, not quite two. Garza under center. Play clock down to two seconds. Toss sweep to Barrett. Barrett barreling forward, and he's going to pick up enough for the first down. Just got that playoff before the uh, time expired, Coach. Stayed out with the uh, boot for one game, and good to see the linebacker fullback back in action. First down for the Wildcats. Ball now in Tyvee territory. We'll call it the F48. Garza, unbalanced line to the right. Hands it off to Charlie Hill. Hill's got the 40. 35-30. Green grass in front of Charlie Hill. Will he get in? He's going to get pushed out at about the two, three-yard line. 45-yard run for Charlie Hill. Okay, he was pushed out of bounds at the four, so it'll be a 44-yard run for Charlie Hill. And they'll bring the big fullback in, and Hill will come out for a break. Huge hole on the right side for Charlie Hill. First down and goal for the Wildcats. And off Barrett. Barrett lunging forward. He's going to be short of the goal line at about the one-yard line. Barrett, the ball carrier. First in on the stop. For the Antlers, West Barnett. Eight of two yards on the play will bring up second and goal. Number 24 for the Wildcats. It's like Art Medina brings the play in. 
He's lined up on the right side of the line. Wildcats overload the right side. Garza hands it off again to Barrett. Munching forward. Touchdown. Ridge Barrett. Five minutes, 59 seconds. And the Wildcats with a one-yard touchdown run by their fullback linebacker, Riggs Barrett. Kaysnick done a great job kicking for the Wildcats. Comes in for the point after. Snap on the way. Low snap. Green has to pick it up. And that will be unsuccessful. The low snap cost the Wildcats with 5.59. Tyvee 7, Wildcats 6. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 13.60 KKTX. I think that's our first box snap of the season, correct? I don't think we've had one all year. From the 40, high end-over-end kick. This one taken at the 10-yard line. Going across the field is the return man. I believe that's number four on the return for uh, the Tybee Antlers. He'll bring it out to about the 26-yard line where Kerrville Tybee will have their second drive of the night. First down and ten for the Tybee Antlers. Empty backfield, five wide receivers. Trip split up top. Wins to the near side. Pinnell, quick pass to be a far flat and a quick five yards for the Tyvee Antlers out to the 31-yard line. Four wide receivers. Running back to the right of Pinnell. Take to the uh, running back, and the quarterback now has some pressure in the backfield. Finally, Weiser will bring him down. It's going to be a loss of about four yards on the play, back inside the 30 to the 29. Loss of about two yards on the play. Bring up third down. We're going to call it seven to go. Middleton stands to the left of Pinnell. 
Snap on the way. Quarterback looking to the uh, near flat. Going to be complete. Coming up to make the tackle for Cal Allen. Great open field tackle. I believe that's number 21 coming up and making the tackle for the Wildcats. That's Christian Duff. And a fourth down play for the Antlers. Christian Duff played that very well. He waited for the receiver to make the catch, broke down, read him, and then just came up and made the tackle. Number two, back to receive is Green. Wide-footed punter, low spiraling punt. Green will take it at the 32. Trying to make a move, cuts back inside, and he's going to only get to the 36-yard line, so a four-yard return for the Wildcats special team. Tackle made by Hernandez to bring up a Wildcats. First and ten. Well, Cal Allen will take over at the 36-yard line, and coach, we got to, we missed, uh, failed on the extra point. So, we'll see if that comes back to haunt us. See if we can go put some points on the board. We'll go for two. Earl takes the hand up on the left-hand side. Earl on his feet. Earl out to about midfield to the 49-yard line. So a 13-yard gain for Jeremiah Earl. That young man's averaging almost 10 yards per carry here in the season. First down. Herville Tybee. Doesn't see this type of offense very often. The Wildcats are going to try to control the clock, try to keep the running game on the field to keep that explosive offense off the field. Pass complete to number 10, Kitagua. Kitagua over the 50 to the 45-yard line, and that'll move the sticks. First down and 10 for the Wildcats. Pass complete to made by Reisinger. Last week, Garza... Had almost 100 yards passing, one of his higher completion passing yards of the season. Kittigwas, split wide to the left, handoff to Earl. Earl hit at the line of scrimmage, breaks a tackle, has a 40, has a 30, 25, still on his feet to about the 22-yard line. That young man was hit in the backfield. Looked like it was going to be a loss of about three yards. Kept his feet driving and picks up a nice gain on the play. Last week, Kerrville struck so quickly that the defense wasn't on the field very much, Coach. One of the things you're going to see tonight is this Wildcat offensive line looking to punish the defensive line of the Antlers. First down and 10, Wildcats. Ball at the 22-yard line. Garza turns around and hands it to Hill. Hill around the outside. 15, 10, pushed out of bounds. We'll see where they got him. Looks at about the 10-yard line, but about a 12-yard gain for Charlie Hill. Spot him at the 11-yard line. Garza. Under center, Grayson Leal motions across the line of scrimmage. Quarterback keeper, Jared Leal, right up the middle. Looks like he's going to pick up maybe three yards on the play. We'll call it second 
down in seven. Garza with the keeper picked up about three yards on the play for being met at the last for being tackled by the Antlers. Hernandez leading the charge for the Antlers. Bring up a Wildcat, second and seven. Second down play coming up. Barrett checks in in the backfield. You know, Ty, he's going to be focusing on Barrett. Thanks to Barrett. Garza keeps it. Garza on the outside. Looks to be at about the five-yard line. It'll bring up third down and four to go. Two down territory, coaches. What you're thinking? Tackle made by Rice. One minute, 48 seconds. Wildcats trailing. Seven to six to the Antlers, but knocking on the door. Barrett in the backfield, along with number 34, Jeremiah Earl. Quick snap, hand off to Barrett. Barrett on the right side. Barrett driving, and he's going to be short of the goal line, but he may have enough for the first down. It's going to depend on the spot. Barrett's the ball carrier. going to be really close. It's going to depend on the spot. They're going to mark him at the two, so it's going to be fourth down and one. And this has Barrett written all over it. And if you're Garza, you got to look at the defense, see what they're giving you. You may have a chance to do a quarterback sneak if you have that bubble. Wildcat fans make noise. Hand off Barrett. Barrett right side, touchdown. Second one of the night. High stepping into the end zone, and the Wildcats take a 13-7 lead with a point after coming up and look for the Wildcats to go for two here. Second touchdown of the night for the uh, fullback linebacker, number 35, Riggs Barrett. Two-point conversion coming up. Garza, wide open receiver on the right side, trying to get in, and he will get in. Two-point conversion, trying to see who that young man is. That's Grayson Leal, I believe. Is that correct? Grayson Leal on the two-point conversion. Cal Allen, 14, Kerrville, Tybee, 7. We'll be back with more Wildcats football on Referees aren't giving us a minute between. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not even barely 40 seconds. Keishnik. High end over end kick. This one taken by number four, Myers, but it's going to be. A touchback as Myers kneels it in the end zone. 
We have 46 seconds remaining in the quarter. Wildcats with a 14-7 lead with a 64-yard drive capped off by a one-yard touchdown run by Barrett. The two-point conversion was successful to Leal, and the Wildcats lead 14-7 over the Antlers. Middleton, the running back, stands to the right of the quarterback. They give it to the running back, has a big hole up the middle. He's got the 45, finally tripped up by Green at the 50-yard line. The running back is Fisher Middleton. He's a 5'11", 170-pound sophomore. Nice run there by the sophomore running back. First down for the Antlers, right at midfield. High snap, Pinnell takes it, pressure. Now going to dump it off in the far flat. It'll be complete for two yards to the wide receiver, Stoney Rhodes. will bring up a second down and eight. Broken up by Keys. Bring up an Antler, second and nine. Barrett will come off the field. And that's going to be the end of the quarter. We played 12 minutes from Lawrenceville Stadium. Wildcats 14, Furville 7. We'll be back with Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. Just give us 30 seconds here. Hey, man, 30 seconds. I don't see the name of the stadium. It's like Eschenbach? Eschenberg? All right, welcome back. As we get ready to start the uh, second quarter, Wildcats now defending the end zone to our right, which is the uh, north end zone. Empty backfield, and now looking, trying to hit his wide receiver in stride, but it's going to be broken up by the uh, defender. I believe that's number three, McClure. Nice job of breaking it up. The pass was intended for number 17, Brooks McCoy. Third down, we're going to call it nine to go for the uh, Antlers. Empty backfield for the uh, Antlers. Shotgun formation. And now calls for the snap. Pass pressure. Now going to throw it downfield, looking for his wide receiver. It's going to be off the hands of the wide receiver. Great defense by the Wildcats secondary. And that's going to bring up a fourth down for the uh, Antlers, the punt team coming in. Dropping back will be number two, Brent Green. We need a big return here, Coach. And you're the Wildcats. You're looking to go put this ball in the end zone, keep that offense off the field. Hopefully we get another 
Circle. Wide-footed punter. This one's going to bounce, and it's going to take a antler bounce, and it's trying to get in the end zone, but it's going to be booted back into the field of play by the uh, special team of Kerrville Tybee, and the Wildcats will take over at the two-yard line. So 98 yards. I'm going to call this 18 plays, 98 yards into the end zone, Coach. <laughs> Slow, methodical, three yards in a cloud of dust, typical Wildcat football. And off to the uh, running back, Charlie Hill, on the right-hand side. Hill out just shy of the five-yard line, so about a three-yard gain for the Wildcats. Picks up about two yards on the carry. First in on the stop for the Antlers with Nixon. Number 24, Mark Medina will check in. He'll bring the play in from the sideline. We are just getting started here in the second quarter. Tybee with all 11 men up on the line of scrimmage. Hill breaks a tackle. Nate's going to get into the secondary. 30, 35, and up to the 40. And, Coach, I was just telling about all 11 men were within five yards of the line of scrimmage. Charlie Hill broke through that interior line, and he was in the secondary running. Thirty-seven yard run for Charlie Hill brings the ball out to the forty-two yard line. Now your playbook is wide open. When you were at the two, you're kind of limited, but now the Wildcats with a first down and ten. Toss it. Looks like to number seven, Grayson Leal. Leal will be pushed out of bounds. At about the 45-yard line, so minimal game. We'll call it three yards on the play for Grayson Leal. Bring up the Wildcats, second and seven. Marvin Beasley, number 40, will check in. Number 82, Stephen Paul will bring the play in. Paul had a nice couple of receptions last week, so keep an eye on him. The big tight end lined up here on the uh, left side. Garza under center. Take the toss sweep and give it to Earls on the trap. And Earls across midfield, they're going to spot him at the 49. He's going to be short of the first down by about a yard. Third down and one. Here comes the uh, big fullback, number 35. Beasley will check out. Barrett checks in. Here, Tybee, you focus on number 35. Handoff, 35. Barrett on the left side. Look at that stiff arm. Up to the 40. Barrett just made a highlight reel of that young man, posterized him, gave him a stiff arm, and pushed him down at about the 45 and takes it to the 38. Out 
would-be defender. It looked like he was going to come off on Barrett, gave him that stiff arm, and pushed him to the ground. Not only picked up the yard we needed, but additional yardage. First down for the Wildcats. Garza keeps it right side. Garza 30, 25, has a 20. Still on his feet. He's going to be pushed down at about the 15-yard line. Great run by the quarterback, Jared Garza. And if you're Kerrville Tyvee, you don't know what's hitting you, which direction it's coming from. First down and 10 for the Wildcats. Ball's at the 15-yard line. They overload the right side. Grayson Leal motions across the left. Toss sweep to number one, Charlie Hill. Hill on the outside runs over a would-be defender, and he's going to get to about the 11-yard line, four-yard gain for number one, Charlie Hill. Charlie Hill, man. He got the air knocked out of him, Coach. He's he's a little winded coming off the field. Barrett's going to check back in. (laughs) He does not. Clock rolling, eight minutes and 34 seconds. Wildcats with a 14-7 lead. Driving right to left. Inside the red zone. Quarterback keeper, Garza, tiptoeing on the right-hand side. Minimal gain. We'll call it two yards on the play. It's going to bring up a third down and five. Yards of the ball carrier. That's by a rack of antlers. Picked up about a yard on the play. You're Cal Allen. You're thinking two downs, though, as it is. They have not been able to stop the run. And you're up 14-7. Your defense is playing well. So right here, you've got to be thinking two downs to pick up five yards. Garza takes it to Barrett, looking. Now he's going to step up in the pocket. He's going to be hit and brought down, and he's going to lose. About a half a yard on the play. It's going to bring up a fourth down and five. And now it's interesting to see. Do we bring in Kieschnick? And it will be number 85. Kieschnick coming in for the kick. Surprised to not see two runs there, Coach, after the uh, running that we've been able to do on this Ivy defense. Wildcats will settle what looks to be about a 27-yard field goal by their kicker, number 85, Holland Kieschnick. Snap on the way. Kishnick with a kick. High end over end kick. That one through the upright. 6.52 left in the half. Wildcats 17, Kerrville 7. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. 17, 7. Ninety-eight yard drive. I mean, not quite ninety-eight yards, but got points on the board. Hey, hey, hey. 
Kishnick, high end over end kick. This one taken again by number four, Myers. Myers trying to get around the left side on the uh, visitor sideline. Finally going to be pushed out of bounds, but a nice return by Myers. They're going to spot it at about the 34-yard line, and that's where Kerrville Tybee will start this drive. They trail 17-7 to to the Wildcats. First and 10 from their own 34-yard line. Running back stands to the left of the uh, quarterback. Shotgun formation. Wide receiver out into the uh, near flat. That's Middleton. Has the blocker in front of him. Middleton's going to be hit at the 50-yard line. And again, you talked about it earlier. That's just a tough play for that linebacker. Barrett, as uh, Middleton comes out of the backfield, just a quick drop-off to him here in the uh, near flat. And off again to Middleton. This time he's going to be met behind the line of scrimmage, and he's going to lose a yard on the play. On the tackle for the Wildcats, number 55, that's uh, Donovan Eigelhart. Wiser also in on the tackle. It's going to bring up a second down and 11. Bring up Antler, second and 11. Empty backfield for the Antler. Snap on the way for now, and we have a flag. We may have a false start here against the Antlers, and that's going to back them up five yards, and it'll be second down and 16. McCoy has been their weapon all year. I believe he's got over 1,000 yards receiving for the season, Coach. He is their leading wide receiver. Kind of stats here. Shotgun formation, five wide receivers. Finale's going to drop it off in the far flat, complete at the 50-yard line, pushed out of bounds at about the 46. Complete to Drake. And that's going to be complete. To the wide receiver, number 11, Colton Drake. We'll bring up an antler, third and five. Third down and five for the antlers. Picked up 10 yards on the play. Now. Quick pass, trying to get his wide receiver, and it's going to be complete on the quick slant to number 11, Colton Drake again. Drake's listed at 6'3", 175 pounds. Green on the coverage. Five minutes and 22 seconds. First down and 10 for the Antlers. Middleton again. On the reception, comes around the outside, going to be brought down by the cornerback, uh, Bodie Keys. He's going to pick up about eight yards on the play. 
Stilton picks up about nine, eight yards on the reception. This brings up an antler, second and two. And now, shotgun formation, empty backfield. Dropping back, steps up in the pocket, trying to get around the outside. He's going to be pushed out of bounds at about the 18-yard line. Bell, the ball carrier, good for Nantler, first down. Tackle for the Wildcats, made by Keith. And they're coming off the field for the Wildcats. And up, Middleton trying the left side. He's going to be met after about a two-yard gain on the play. Middleton, the ball carrier, picks up two yards. Two yards on the play, second down and eight. Bring up an antler, second and eight. First in on the tackle for the Wildcats was Karpinski. Running back stands to the left of Pinnell. Trip to the near side, single wideout split up top. Fake to Middleton now, quick pass to number four. He's got the open field trying to get around the outside. He's going to get inside the 10 to about the nine-yard line. Wide receiver is number four, Cole Mears. Picks up eight yards on the play. Exactly for the Wildcats. We'll bring up Antler, third and one. First down and goal for the uh, Antlers. And now we'll have a timeout taken by the Antlers. Three minutes and 35 seconds remaining here in the uh, in the second quarter. That'll give us time to thank some of our sponsors tonight. How about Circle 8 Crane Services, Jersey Mike, A&R Septic Services, Grande Communications, H&S Constructors Incorporated, and Mike Shaw Toyota, all proud sponsors of tonight's broadcast. How about Diamond Cut Graphics and Shine On Car Wash, Mr. Roy's Fireworks, Oliver Physical Therapy. I want to thank each and every one of our sponsors for making it possible to bring you our game right here on 1360 KKTX. In the second round of Class 5A Division II playoffs, next week the winner of tonight's game will advance to play the winner of the Brenham-Alice game. The game is set for next week, 8 o'clock at Alamo Stadium. All four teams have agreed so it'll be at the Alamo Dome next week. Right now, Brenham is leading Alice 14 to 7. They are just now starting the second quarter. Four wide receivers for the Antlers. Middleton in the backfield to the left. Quarterback keeper trying to go to the left side is the quarterback, and he's going to dive into the end zone. And it'll be a touchdown for the Tyvee Antlers with three minutes and 28 seconds. A nine-yard touchdown run by the quarterback, Trapper Pinnell. Point after coming up, the kicker, Jared Zirkel, right-footed kicker. Myers will do the holding. Snap on the way, the kick, through the upright. Three minutes, 28 seconds. Cal Allen, 17, Kerrville Tybee, 14. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX.
Circle, high, deep kick. This one, through the back of the end zone. As we come back, the kicker, number eight, Zirkle, with a deep kick through the uh, back of the end zone. No return for the Wildcats. So they will start this drive, first down and 10 from the 25-yard line, with three minutes and 28 seconds remaining here before the half. Wildcats come out. Shotgun formation for Garza. Hands it off to the uh, near side. Earl sidesteps a tackler. He's got the 40, 45. He's got the 50. Across midfield. Finally brought down. At the 44-yard line, 31-yard run for Jeremiah Earls, and he continues to come up with a big gainer. Wildcats giving a little different look there. Came out with the uh, shotgun formation. Plans to the uh, near side. Grayson Leal motions across the line of scrimmage. Garza on the keeper, spin, lunging forward, and inside the 30-yard line. So a 14-yard gain for the quarterback, number eight, Jared Garza. Two minutes and 37 seconds. Wildcats. On the 30-yard line of the Antlers. Shotgun formation. Fake to Earl. Looking. Going to drop it off to the, uh, looks to be to the tight end, I believe. That number 88. Jacob Arnold on the reception inside the 25 to the 24-yard line. So a six-yard pickup for the uh, Wildcats. Pickup of six yards on the reception. Arnold split wide to the right. Kitagua also split to the right side. Hand off to Charlie Hill. Going on the right side. Hill cuts it inside. He has a 15. Has a 10. 5. Charlie Hill. Touchdown. Cal Allen. Herbill Tyvee has no answer for this running game. And that's what I'm telling you, Coach. You have the ball with two downs, five yards. Keep this running game going. A 24-yard run, Coach? I believe that was a 24-yard run. Got caught up watching the action, but I believe it was a 24-yard touchdown run by number one, Charlie Hill. The point after coming up, Keesnick, high kick. This one through the upright. One minute. 46 seconds, Cal Allen 24, 
Kerrville Siding, 14. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKCX. No, what they're doesn't tell you. Yeah, that's what I'm you. I was just 146, 246. We scored in what a minute and a half there. Tees it up at the 40-yard line. High end-over-end kick. They've been kicking to Myers, and he'll take it at the 9-yard line. Coming right upfield is the return man, and he'll be brought down just over the 25-yard line to the 26. return with Myers. Second for the Wildcats with Rickard. But now, if you're the defense, you have to keep Tyvee off the board. One minute and 39 seconds. Tyvee has two timeouts left on the clock. Wildcats with a 24-14 to 14 lead. Five wide receivers. Empty backfield for the uh, Antlers. This is where we need Wiser to come up with a big sack. Pinnell pumps it. Dumps it off. Hit immediately by the uh, secondary corner man and it's going to be about a five yard gain to the 31 the clock is running coach will give up those little five yard dinks all day we just don't want nothing downfield can't have a receiver get behind the secondary canal quick drop this one tipped and hits the carpet almost intercepted by the wildcats almost a great catch by the uh, tyvee receiver Incomplete pass. Third down and five for the Antlers. One minute and 13 seconds before the half. Empty backfield. Snap on the way. Pressure coming. This one's going to be incomplete. And you were right, Coach. They went at number 17. They were going at McCoy. And it's going to drop incomplete. And now, Coach, you still got a minute and nine on the clock. The way the Wildcats are running this ball, you may have an opportunity to get Keystick for a field goal attempt here. Three timeouts. This ain't AT&T. You cannot roll them over. Player down on the field for the Wildcats. Slow to get up is green. He's kind of trying to shake off that back. Him and McClure collided with each other. Green, who normally drops back to field the punt, will come off the field, and now McClure will drop back. If I'm correct, this is going to be the first time McClure 
back to receive a punt for. He's an explosive young man. I'm out, taken by the Wildcats. Came from the sideline and confusion. Looks like the uh, coaches are kind of looking at each other. Well, I saw Hill come out and I never saw anybody come in, so maybe there was just 10 men on the field. But a precious timeout taken by the Wildcats here. Wildcats with a 24-14 lead over the Antlers, and they'll have a little over a minute here when they receive the ball. the uh, Wildcat offense. I'm going to hand it off to Earl or Hill and see what they can pick up. They both had some great runs tonight. Again, with guards as well. Zirkle inside his 20. Right-footed punter. Pressure coming. Wiser. And they're going to have a flag come out. Wiser taps the uh, punter. And the referee decides to throw the first flag of the night against the Wildcats. We have a flag on the field. Zirkle will get an Academy Award for that acting job. Wait for the call here. Even if it's inadvertent, it's going to be a five-yard penalty, which is gives the Antlers enough for the first down. Wiser did make contact with uh, the punter, Zirkle, but Zirkle did a heck of a job of selling it. First down after the penalty for the Antlers. Now the Wildcat defense again, tasked with the uh, job of keeping Tidy off the scoreboard. And now, looking, going to dump it off to his wide receiver, going down the far sideline, and this one will drop incomplete. Second down and 10 coming up for the Antlers. Wildcats won the toss. They deferred to the second half, so they will receive the ball to start the third quarter. Trying to keep Tyvee from getting any momentum here in the uh, before the half. Pass complete to Drake to the 41-yard line. Quickly coming up from the secondary to make the tackle was number 44. That's uh, Colton Calloway, the uh, linebacker. Under 30 seconds remaining here before the half. Again, you can't let a receiver get behind you. But now, dropping back, has pressure, rolling to his left. Pressure still on his backside. Now he's just going to launch it upfield, and it's going to be incomplete. Ball on the carpet, 
and he was being chased all in the backfield was Pinnell. So three and out for the tidy offense. The uh, punter, number eight, Jared Zirkel, will come back in. And Green, not going to drop back. They're going to ensure that they don't go for a fake punt here. Delay a game against the Antlers. I'll back him up five yards to the 36-yard line. Also gives your coaching staff an opportunity to talk to your defense. At this point, you want to ensure that nothing gets behind you. Back it up again. Zirkel, right-footed punter. High end over end kick. Just let it bounce and get away from it. Four seconds. This one may end the half, and it does. We have played 24 minutes from Eschenberg Stadium in Floresville, Texas. The Dallas Wildcats, 24. The Kerrville Tivy Antlers, 14. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on promise you these guys haven't trailed very often at half. You just got to come out with that running game again in the uh, third quarter. Open it up. Yeah, keep them on the sideline. And we've, I mean, they've had three three and outs tonight. I promise you they haven't had that almost all season. Yeah. And now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the field, the award-winning Golden Girl and Sapphire Dance Team. Port LaVosha tied at 21 at halftime. Tonight, they will be performing a field for Branham 28 to 15 over uh, Alice.
All right. Welcome back to the uh, halftime show coming to you from Eschenberg Stadium in Floresville, Texas. 5A Division II area round of the playoffs where your Calala Wildcats are leading Kerrville 24-14 at halftime. It's been a half where the Wildcats have been able to control the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball, and uh, they've been successful with the running game from Earl to Hill to Garza. Each one of them has had an outstanding first half. Riggs Barrett, two one-yard touchdown runs. And this Wildcat team has it going this running game tonight, and Kerrville Tybee has yet to been able to come up with an answer. We're going to give you some other scores from around the area, some games that have some significance to us. The uh, Branham Cubs taking on the Alice Coyotes. They are late in the second quarter, about five minutes remaining in the, before halftime. Branham is leading that matchup 28-15. to 15. Uh, The other game is a uh, champion taking on Port Lavaca. They have about 38 seconds before halftime. They are tied up at 21 all. So 21 for Port Lavaca and champion 21. I'm right here at halftime, Ken Island with a 24 to 14 lead over Kerrville Tivy. A game on top of the bracket. We talked about it. The Brenham Cubs taking on the Alice Coyotes. That, uh, that winner of tonight's game will advance to take on the winner of that matchup. And we got word uh, just a few minutes ago that that game has already been decided. The four coaches have agreed next week uh, whatever team plays will play in the third round at the Alamo Dome. That game will be at 8 o'clock on Saturday night. So uh, that'll be an 8 o'clock game for, for one of those four teams. And two of these teams will advance. Two of them will start the offseason. Tonight, Coach, it's been this great running attack for Cal Allen that we've uh, seen it throughout the year. But tonight, Kerrville has no answer for it. And we've had one penalty, and that was the wiser bump on the uh, kicker. And we may have had another one. Did we have a second one? So we've only had two, but we haven't had any turnovers. We haven't turned the ball over. And we, you know, one of the things that I set the goal was two penalties per quarter. And tonight we've been able to eliminate that to one penalty per quarter. And one of them was kind of a tacky, you know, kind of, again, it didn't hurt us, but really Wiser, I mean, if Wiser bumps you in the hallway, you're going to fall down. I mean, he's just a big kid, but in a game like this, it could cost you. But tonight, you know, fortunately it was not costly for the Wildcats. They lead 24-14 to 14 over the Kerrville Tidy Handlers. Uh, Coach Mike Brotherton, our statistician, is working hard to our left with the numbers. We're going to take a break right here on the Halftime Show. We'll be back with the stats. We've got a lot more to come at you. The Wildcats, 24, the Tidy Antlers, 14. We'll be back with more of the Halftime Show right here on 1360 KKTX. First half in less than an hour. Man, that was quick. Yeah, and they're throwing the ball. That's what I'm saying. But these referees aren't giving us 40 seconds between timeouts. <laughs> Y'all see if there's any water next door in there? Nothing?
I'm going to get some scores from around the area, and then we'll... Uh, producer tonight, the hitman, for helping us out back in the studio. Thanks for being with us on a Friday night. Prime time crew coming at you. I'm Mike Guerrero alongside our color commentator, Coach Medina. Our statistician tonight is Coach Mike Brotherton, and our video audio producer is Rich DeLeon. Some scores to pass on to you real quick. Holland Hornets leading the uh, Three Rivers Bulldogs 42-0. to zero. How about Bredman Tigers over Aguadulce 49-7? to seven. George West taking on Edna. They're in uh, playing in Cuero. That game is 6-3 to three at halftime. Hondo taking on Rockford Fulton. Rockford Fulton with a 28-13 lead. In that matchup, Ganado taking on London. I believe that game's being played at Phil Danaher Field. Uh, Ganado leading 9-7 to seven at the half. Lano Yellow Jackets taking on the Sidden Pirates. Lano leading 20-19. to 19. Listen to this game, Coach. The uh, El Campo Ricebirds taking on the A.C. Jones Trojans. That game's being played in Port Lavaca. El Campo with a 28-7 lead. Beaver goes in undefeated in that matchup. 11-0, El Campo comes in with a 9-2 record. So that game is 28-7 late in the second quarter. The Odom Owls uh, victorious over the Woodsboro Eagles. That game, 75-26. That's a basketball game. <laughs> I was looking at the bottom of the scoreboard. I was like, man, that's a high-scoring game. I thought I was watching Refugio. <laughs> it is basketball. So. Just uh some scores to recap again. Thank you so much for being with us on a Friday night. Coach, the numbers are in. What do we got? Coach Brotherton, Coach Brotherton, want to drink? Can y'all do this? I'm going to go get some drink. Tyvee Ant, first down, 42 yards rushing, 
schools, top five, we're going to go there, Ira, McLean, Balmoria, Rankin, and Borden County School. And the uh, Division II level, top five, Strong School, Gordon, Richland Springs, Grand Falls Royalty, and Jayton. Going to uh, 2A Division I, Holly, San Augustine, San Saba, Shiner, and Referio. Division two is Hamlin, Wellington, Stratford, Mark, and Falls City. That one seems like it never changes. Division three A, uh, um, Division one, uh, Deboli, Bushland, Malakoff, Grandview, and Wall. Same thing there. Uh, Abernathy, Gunter, Newton, East Bernard, and Canadian in the 3A Division Two. Going into the 4A Division One rankings at number five, Plymouth, Decatur, La Vega, Carthage, and Argyle. 4A Division Two, Estacado, Greenwood, West Orange Stars, Conley, and Pleasant Grove. Going into 5A Division One, uh, we have Lufkin, Highland Park, Ryan. Shadow Creek and Lone Star. Division two will go all the way to this is our area. Uh, the full top ten, uh, they have Barbara Hill, uh, Tyvee at number nine, Cal Allen at number eight, Red Oak at seven, Lovett Cooper at six, Calhoun at five, Marshall at number four, AM Consolidated at three, Manville at two, and Alito at number one. And we're moving into the 6A rankings, uh, top five there. Uh, you have North Shore, Longview, Allen, Katie, and sitting at number one is Duncan. It's a bird. It's a plane. Moving to number five report. <laughs> A lot of familiar names. Uh, yeah, I know. What else have we got going on with the uh, Harris Bowl Ravens? Kind of looking at that. Uh, region, mainly region four stuff that's similar to us. And Lake Travis versus San Antonio Madison, uh, McAllen Memorial, Westico, Converse Jetson, San Antonio Reagan, Reno United. Division one five A stuff in region four stars. San Antonio Wagner, going against Memorial West. Miller, first play Thursday night against Southwest and had a huge victory there. Uh, and then Veterans Memorial versus Veterans Memorial. <laughs> going on there, so Pretty little stuff going on with those guys. Uh, moving into the 5A Division 2, you have, uh, of course, Brenham and Alice right now, with uh, Brenham leading that one. Tyvee uh, and Cal Allen, uh, Calhoun and Champion, and Jordan and Pioneer. Uh, so, we've got to go a little quick to kind of get the updated scores on these things. Level Cooper, 35 to 7 up on the third quarter over Burgess. Uh, Randall, 21 to 14, 24 fourth quarter over to Canafio. Okay, I haven't heard of that one before. Uh, 21-14, five minutes left in the first quarter, which called Falls over Parkland. We have uh, a little bit of an upset going on right now between Marshall and Aiden Consolidated. Marshall up right now, 18-13, going into the first quarter. Uh, 
Manville drops 34-17, takes it half time over the mark consolidated. Uh, Barbersville's up 21-17 at the half of the right now. And that still yet to get into halftime. Brenham leading 35-23 over Alice with a minute and two remaining before halftime. Uh, sitting here at half, Calhoun for 24-14 over Tyvee. And halftime, Calhoun actually has uh, made the turnaround 24-21 to over champion at halftime. And all tied up, the White Pioneer for 10-14. Halftime, Frisco over South Oakland, 11-0. And we have Ennis and Centennial, Ennis at 14, Centennial 13 at half. And finally, Alito, 21-3 uh, over that's another new one that I haven't really heard there. water there, Coach. All right. Welcome back to the Halftime Show. Coming to you from Eschenberg Stadium in Floresville, Texas. I'm Mike Guerrero alongside Coach Medina. I'd like to thank uh, Coach Mike Brotherton for helping us out with not only the stats, but helping us out with the top ten from around the state. As we come to you on a cool Friday night, temperatures at game time were right at 55 degrees. It's cooled off slightly, not much more. It's uh, right now currently uh, at 54. The wind's still blowing out of the north. At game time, we're at 9 miles per hour, and we're still looking at winds out of the north at, again, 9 to 10 miles per hour. So wind is not a factor tonight. It's a beautiful night here in Floresville. Coach, it's been a beautiful first half. If you're a Wildcat fan, these guys are executing. And you got to give credit to the men up front. You know, Wiser, Iglehart, Youngblood on the defensive side. It's giving the, uh, you know, they're putting some pressure. But the secondary has done a fan- fantastic job as well. Uh, McClure, got, I was you know, trying to get the other penalty as I went to go get something to drink, and it was actually on McClure, made the contact a little bit early. That was the other penalty in that first half. But other than that, uh, Coach, it's been a, a great, great first half for these uh, Wildcat defense. 
And then the front line, you got to give credit to that front line as well. Hobbs, Clifton, Ford, Buchanan, Sanders, the tight ends, Ivan Lane guards are just making some great holes for these uh, running backs. And the one thing I want to say about the running backs, Coach, very few have gone down on first contact. How many times have we seen Charlie Hill hit in the backfield? Jeremiah Earls hit what looked to be was going to be about a two-yard loss, turns out to be about a 25-yard gain. The strength and balance of these running backs is really showing great tonight. They've had a great first half, and we really have to continue this, put the pressure on in the second half. We get the ball to open up the third quarter. Nothing better than to take this ball, drive it down the field, put some points on the board, and make this a uh, you know 31 to 14 game, and uh, it would really put some pressure on Kerrville. They've had a couple of possessions where they've gone three and out, very uncharacteristic for them. But when you start putting pressure, these guys have to play from behind very often. They're in a position now, but they haven't been in all year. Coach Jones, we talked about it. They're on ten game winning streak. They lost the first game of the season, and I believe it was the Dripping Spring, fourteen thirteen. You're talking about a one point differential in that game. Uh, so even if, you know if they went into halftime seven 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 six. You know, they, they weren't down, I can promise you, by 10 points going into halftime in that matchup. So they're in unfamiliar territory. They are very explosive. We saw what they did last week. These guys put the points up in a hurry, and this is something that they're not familiar with. So they're going to go in at halftime. They'll talk about it. These Wildcat players just have to continue to play their game. They have to put the pressure on. They have to execute. Don't worry about Kerrville. Just come in, keep your blocking assignments, running backs, keep hitting the holes. And good things will happen if you're the Wildcats. Do your verified just go and, you know, eliminate penalties and turnovers. You know, I mean, they're kind of good game plan. I mean, you know, Coach Danher's going to do whatever it takes to move the football down the field. And, you know, he came out in the, in the wing. And then, you know, he, he ran a little spread. We saw, you know, maybe he didn't want to do that. So he went to the, the other offense, kind of a hybrid offense. Well, we saw one thing we talked about. When the Wildcats got the ball on the two-yard line, they had 98 yards to go. And the one thing that Kerrville was doing, they were putting 11 men in the box. So they were all within five yards of the line of scrimmage. Charlie Hill was able to break through that and got that huge run that got him out over the 40-yard line. They uh, were able to get a field goal. On that drive, they had a third down and five. They opted to go for the pass. It was incomplete. Then they went for the field goal. Again, I was a little surprised by that. You know, the, the running game was working. I was thinking two runs, pick up the five yards, whatever the case. They were able to get points on the board. But, you know, here's the team. that If Kerrville continues to stack the box, the Wildcats, with the running backs they have and the front line, they, they have, they're overmatching Kerrville. They're not that big defensively on the front line. None of, those, none of our running backs are afraid of that's the one thing. You know, they, they've been in that weight room since the season ended last year. And then you can see the dedication. You can see you have to contact. The legs keep churning. The balance They don't go down. Kerrville Tivy is making their way on the field. We're going to take one last break here on the halftime show. We'll be back with the opening kickoff of the third quarter. The Wildcats 
24 to 14 over Kerrville Tivy. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. One minute, one minute, Hitman, one minute. Jared Circle approaches. High end over end kick. This one will be returned from the five yard line. That's number 21 for the Wildcats. That's a 30. 35. We do have a flag on the play. Two flags coming out now. But a nice return by number 21, Kristen Dobb from the 25 out to the 42. We will wait for the penalties. And I can almost put money down. It will be against the return team. A block in the back usually is the call on that. Thirty looks like they saw something at the thirty-one, so a ten-yard penalty will be a spot foul. We'll take them back to the twenty-one-yard line. So a difference of twenty-one yards, coach. That was a return out to the forty-two. The Wildcats will start this drive at the twenty-one-yard line. Well, Wildcats, first drive here of the uh, half. We come out of the third quarter, ball on the 21-yard line. Garza hands it off. Number one, Charlie Hill, driving forward out to the 20, about the 26, 27-yard line. It'll be about a six-yard gain for Charlie Hill. tackle made by Bill picked up 60 yards on the run, which will bring up four for the Wildcats. And we'll give you the uh, starting offense for the Wildcats right here after the play. Wildcats overload the right side. Garza under center. Earls and Hill in the backfield. Garza keeps it, hit in the backfield. Spins forward, maybe to the line of scrimmage, maybe a yard on the play, not much. Wildcats come out offensively in the second half. The uh, front line, the center is Cole Hobbs. Your guards, Ethan Cookson and Brody Ford. Your tackles, Ty Buchanan and Dustin Sanders. Tied in, Jacet Avila and Daniel Gansa. In the backfield, Charlie Hill and Jeremiah Earl. Jared Garza is your quarterback. Grayson Leal also in the backfield. Ball on the carpet. Garza picks it up, and Tyvee is going to hold on the miscue by the Wildcats. Garza alertly was able to pick the ball off the carpet, but not what you want for your opening drive of the third quarter, Coach. 
Picked up six yards on the first play by Charlie Hill. Then you had a loss of a yard on Garza, and then on the quarterback center exchange, the ball came loose. Barrett, right foot of Connor. Oh, gets a short punt. Barrett is going to have it roll back, and Barrett maybe gets a 10-yard punt. Coach, ooh, not what you want coming out of this third quarter. Ivy's going to have the ball in the 41-yard line of the Wildcats. Barrett with maybe a 15-yard punt to the 41-yard line, and Ivy with great field position on the Wildcats side of the ball. Middleton stands to the right of the quarterback. Hands it off to the sophomore running back, lunging forward. And he's going to get over the 40 to the 39-yard line. So a two-yard gain for Middleton. Second down and eight. No huddle for the Tyvee offense. I'll go with the four wide receivers. Middleton stands to the right of the quarterback. Handles dropping back, getting his wide receiver number 11. He's got some grass in front of him, breaks the tackle, and just like that, Kerrville Tyvee has put some points on the board. Kerrville Tyvee quickly striking, and that was all set up by the three and out and the punt from the Wildcats, giving Kerrville the short end of the field, and they didn't hesitate, striking from 39 yards from number eight, hitting number 11, Drake. The point after from Zirkle through the upright, nine minutes, 19 seconds. Cal Allen, 24, Kerrville Tyvee, 21. We'll be back with more Wildcats football on 1360 KKTX. Circle. Circle on the kickoff. Boots it in the end zone. And the Wildcats will have first down and 10 at the 25 yard line. Line for a real time. 44, Gonzalo Hernandez, 56, Dominic Jefferson, 
First time in the notch for the night that the Wildcats were held to three and out. And Charlie Hill takes a handoff over to the right side. And Kerbal Kyvey with some momentum making the tackle in the backfield, Coach. And uh, the Wildcats coming out a little flat here in the third quarter. Second down and 10 for the Wildcats. No gain on the play. Wildcats overload the uh, right side. Picard hands it off to Earl. Earl's on the left side. Earl's launching forward. He's going to be short of the 40-yard line to about the 39-yard line. He'll have a first down for the Wildcats, and Earl, every time he touches the ball, makes something happen. These Wildcat offensive linemen want. They want to put their head down and just drive the man in front of them. Wildcats overload the right side. Grayson Leal motions across the line of scrimmage. Jared Garza on the carry. Not much room. Maybe a yard on the play. Coming up from the uh, secondary to make the tackle for the uh, Tybee Antlers. Is uh, number 35. He's checked in at safety for Kerbal Tyree. That's Damian Hernandez. Came up from the uh, safety position to make the tackle. Three yard gain on the play for Garza. We'll call it second down and seven. Option play. Jeremiah Earl, left side, has the blocker in front of him. Earl's driving his feet, and he's going to be short of the first down to about the 47 Earl, yard line. Recently, I would have picked up that block for him. Shy of the 47. It's going to bring up third down and two for the Wildcats. Barrett will check in, Hill will check out. Big third down play for the Wildcat offense. They overload the right side, Grayson out. Barrett breaking tackles, lunging forward, almost able to keep his feet. He picked up about 10 yards on the play to the 46-yard line. Coach, if he's able to keep his balance, you may see a big fullback rumbling down the field. Big first down for the Wildcat offense. Have to keep this drive going. Keep that tidy offense on the sideline. Garza lines up under center. Earls and Hill in the backfield. Quarterback keeper is Garza trying to get on the outside. Garza inside the 45 to about the 44-yard line. With the keeper picked up. Picked up about two yards for his efforts. It's going to bring up a second down and eight. 
Wildcats driving left to right. Cars to under center. Wildcats overload the right side, and we had some movement by the tight end, number 82 for the Wildcats, Stephen Paul. And coach, we've already matched the uh, penalties in the second, in the third quarter than we had all of the first half. Five yard penalty backs it up to the 49 yard line. It's going to bring a second down and 13 for the Wildcats. Charles is dropping back, trying to get Earl. It's going to be caught at about the 37 yard line. It's going to be about a yard short of the first down. A little wheel route by Earls out of the backfield. Bottled it at 39, Coach. I thought he got a little further downfield, but it's going to bring up a third down and three for the Wildcats. Again, another big third down play coming up for the Wildcats. Box stops with 549. Yard to gain is the 36. Overload the right side. Toss sweep to Leal. Trying to get around the outside. Has a couple of blockers in front of him. Leal is going to be hit and tackled in the backfield. I see a quick kick here from Jarrett Garza trying to pin this Tyvee deep in seat. Garza will stay on the field. Play clock down to eight seconds. The Wildcats may take a timeout, and they're going to come over to the sideline to talk about it, but on a fourth down and five, Coach, look for a quick kick from Garza. It's time to thank our sponsors. How about AOC Auto Parts, BS, Atlas Tubular, CCRV, Nolan's Original Poor Boys, Bill Miller Barbecue. How about Grande Communications, Gulf Coast Graphics, Mike Shaw Toyota, Cameron Commercial and Industrial, along with Oliver Physical Therapy, all proud sponsors of tonight's broadcast. How about Dr. Anthony Gonzalez? All helping us out with tonight's broadcast and throughout the year. Without our sponsors, these games would not be possible. We ask you to support all our sponsors. Friday night football, area round, 5A, Division II playoffs. We are in the second round, area round of the playoffs. Both teams come in 10-1, and one. Wildcats holding on to a 24-21 lead. Wildcats come out with their offense. Garza's going to keep it. Garza on his feet. Garza picks up the first down. Still on his feet. Inside the 20. Driving his legs. Won't go down. Inside the 10-yard line. What a run by your quarterback, Jared Garza. Incredible. (laughs) 
Jared Garza would not go down, Coach. He was hit at about the 20-yard line, kept driving his feet. Kerrville kept trying to strip the ball. Garza covered it up, kept driving his legs, and he finds himself at the 10-yard line. First down in Gold Cal Allen. Shotgun formation. Again, Garza keeper. Garza lunging upfield inside the five. We'll see where they spot him. Looks to be right at the five-yard line. Charlie Hill will check out of the game. Riggs Barrett will check in. And you're looking at a second down and goal from the five-yard line. Second and goal from the five-yard line. Wildcat overload the right side. Garza keeps it. Garza driving his feet. Garva is close. They're going to spot him at about the half yard line. Touchdown. Kept driving it. Jared Garza, five yard touchdown run. Unbelievable. Jared Garza on the touchdown. Three minutes and 30 seconds, Jared Garza carries about six men into the end zone for a Wildcat touchdown. That drive was led by your quarterback, number eight, Jared Garza. The point after coming up, Green will hold. Snap on the way. Keesnick with a kick. It's high enough. It's straight enough. It's good. Cal Allen, 31, Kerrville. 21. We'll be back with Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. All right, this is where we need to stop. Yeah. Seventeen and seventeen, and then they've been dumping it off to their running back out of the backfield. So. They've been kicking at number four. They're talking about something. It may, yeah. Kishnick, high end over end kick. This one is going to go out of bounds. It'll be a penalty as Kishnick unable to keep it in fair play. So the Wildcats, it'll be interesting to see. Does Tyvee make them re-kick? Or do they take it at the, uh, what would that be, Coach? At the 30-yard line on the far hash mark? It would be the 30-yard line. Three minutes and 30 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. Wildcats with a 75-yard drive capped off by a five-yard touchdown run by your quarterback, Jared Garza. They lead 31-21. to Tyvee comes out. First down and 10 from the 30-yard line. 
Middleton, the running back, down, stands to the left of the quarterback for now. Hand it off to the uh, running back, Middleton, over to the uh, right side. He'll pick up a few yards, maybe three on the carry. Middleton, the ball carrier, picks up about three yards on the run for being tackled by Chambliss. Bring up an antler, second and six. Four wide receivers for the antlers. Shotgun formation. And now, again, quick drop, trying to go downfield. He's going to overthrow his intended receiver. I believe he was going for number 11, Colton Drake, again, who has two touchdowns already tonight, Coach. I think you're right. That was McCoy. That was McCoy. Drake, number 11, is split wide to the near side here with uh, Stony Rhodes. Big third down play coming up for the Antlers. Trips to the near side, single wide out split up top. Snap on the way. There's the uh, little slant pass, but it's going to be behind the wide receiver on the coverage, number 21, Christian Duff, and that's going to drop incomplete. Punt team will come in for Purville Tyvee. Great job by the uh, defense, and Green will drop back. And, Coach, this gives you an opportunity now to come down, take the ball, drive it downfield again, and give yourself a little cushion. You have a two, right now it's a two-score lead. But they strike so quick that you don't want to let up. You don't want to back off and, and take your foot off the pedal, per se. Kick on the way. Circle, low punt. This one's going to bounce, and it's going to take a Tyvee roll inside the 25 to about the 22-yard line, and that's where the ball will be down with two minutes and 38 seconds where the Wildcats will come in with their offense. Wildcats will take over first and 10 on their own 22-yard line. Two minutes and 38 seconds. Wildcats first down and 10 at the 22-yard line. Guards of fake. Looking downfield. Has a wide open man. That's number seven, Grayson Leal. It's a foot race. Grayson Leal trying to get to the corner. And he's going to jump. And he's going to dive. It's a touchdown. 78 yards from Garza to Grayson Leal and the Wildcats take all of 12 seconds to strike. 78-yard touchdown pass, and he was wide open, Coach. Well, Coach, they were expecting a run. They've had the six-man, you know, they've had that six-man front with the three linebackers. Grayson Leal comes out and just streaks by the linebackers. And it was just a foot race. Grayson Leal gave every ounce to get in that end zone. Snap on the way. Kick through the upright. Cal Allen now leads 38-21 to 21 over Kerrville. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX.
Man, we needed that. Un Kishnek tees it up from the 40-yard line. High end over end kick. They've been kicking the number four. He'll take it at the five-yard line. He'll go right upfield, trying to break a tackle, still on his feet, and he'll lunge out close to the 30-yard uh, line. Myers on the return. Extracurricular activity going on there. You can see the uh, Tybee Antlers with a little frustration. Exactly. Well, coach, after that 78-yard 70 yard pass, I think I'd be a little frustrated myself. First down and 10 for Kerrville. The ball's going to be spotted at the 29-yard line. Wildcats with a 38-21 lead. Two minutes and 18 seconds remaining in the third quarter. Four receivers. Referee blows the whistle. We are ready to play. Quick pass to the far flat. Breaking tackles out to the 45-yard line. And is McCoy on the reception. Brings it out to the 45. And now Kerrville tied to going with a hurry-up offense. Middleton motioning out of the backfield. Quarterback draw by the uh, quarterback panel on the right side. Going to be tripped up at about the 38-yard line. For another Antler, first down. Second for the Wildcats with McClure. Clock stops with 155. Panel, shotgun formation, looking downfield. Pressure. And the dump it off to his wide receiver. That's going to be complete inside the 30 to about the 27-yard line. I believe that's McCoy again. Ivy again with a fast offense quarterback keeper panel. And he's going to be brought down in the backfield. That's number 55. I believe that's Iglehart on the tackle. He's going to bring him back for a one-yard loss. Number 69, Youngblood checks out. Middleton will check out. The uh, running back. Clock rolling, 114, left to go in the third. There it is, trying to hit the Drake, and Drake with his hands all over the uh, defender is going to drop incomplete. Going to bring up a third down and 11. 
Again, Middleton is checked out. I'm trying to get the number of the running back. I believe it's like a maybe a 30 number. 32 is the running back for the handler. Make it to number 32. Pressure. That one tipped by Weiser at the line of scrimmage. Huge play by number 77, Marcus Weiser. You, you can see the lineman, offensive lineman going backwards. Huge hook down play coming up for the Antlers. Fourth down and 11, four wide receivers. Running back, stands to the right of Pinnell. Dropping back, has pressure. Hit as he throws, trying to hit his wide receiver, and it's going to be incomplete. And, Coach, that's better than an interception. We'll take it back at the line of scrimmage, which is the 27, and a huge defensive stop for the Wildcats. Huge stop by the defense, holding Tybee on four plays. It'll give him a first down and 10 at the 27-yard line. We are under a minute to play here in the third quarter. If the Wildcats can methodically take this down the field and get some points, Coach, it'll be really tough for Tybee to come back. It's not impossible, but really improves the chances for this Wildcat offense. Handoff. The number one, Charlie Hill, breaking tackles, lunging forward. Charlie Hill to the 37-yard line. He'll pick up about nine yards on the play. They're going to spot him at the 36. Huge run by these running backs, Coach. You're seeing nine-yard runs, 15-yard runs. I mean, it's just some big, big plays. There's 28 seconds on the scoreboard, 17 seconds on the play clock. This should be the last play of the third quarter. Jared Garza surveys the defense. Quarterback keeper is Garza, and Garza will have enough for the first down out to the 41-yard line, and that's going to take us to the end of the third quarter. Cal Allen, 38, Kerrville Tyvee, 21, Wildcats, We'll switch ends of the field as we get ready for the fourth quarter in this area round matchup. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTS. Thank <laughs> you. 
36 minutes in the books, Coach. Wildcats 38-21, 12 minutes remaining in this area-round matchup between two 10-1 teams. Wildcats now driving right to left. Guards under center, Earl and Hill in the backfield. Little trap play to Charlie Hill. Hill on its feet across midfield, driving forward, carrying Tyvee defenders with him to the 43-yard line. Charlie Hill, a little slow to come up himself, Coach. I don't know if he maybe got some of that turf. Turf, uh, I don't know what you call turf pellets, maybe. Came up in his face. It looks like he took his helmet off pretty quick. Kirby Tidy player on the field. He'll be tended to. That'll give us time to thank some of our sponsors. How about Claybird Bank? Baytech and Robinson Attorneys at Law, In-Depth Diving Services, Bill Miller's Barbecue, Integrity Storage, and Jack Taylor Insurance. Our good friend Jack Taylor, thanks for tuning us in, Jack. AOC Auto Parts, the Orthopedic Center of Corpus Christi, and Grande Communications, all proud sponsors of Wildcat football. Trying to get you some other sports in from around the area. How about the Alice Brenham game? They're also in the third quarter. Brenham leading that matchup 35 to 23. Bernie uh, Champion has taken a 35 to 24 lead over uh, Port Lavaca Calhoun there in the third quarter. Right here in Floresville, Cal Allen with a 38 to 21 lead over the Kerrville Tyvee Antlers. Injury timeout. We are ready to go. Player able to walk off the field under his own power. Fakes the handoff. Garza keeps it. Garza's got the 35 on his feet. Garza sprinting. He's got some grass in front of him. Inside the five to the two-yard line. Brought down on an open field tackle, but Garza, again, with another huge run. 41-yard run by Jared Garza. First and goal from three-yard line. Huge run by Jared Garza. Let's see if we see the big fullback checking in. Number 35, he's got two touchdowns already tonight. And here he comes. The B train. Barrett will check in. In the backfield. Ball resting. They're going to spot it at the three-yard line. And Kerrville Tyvee wants to take a break, Coach. And look at him. You can see him running off the sideline. This defense is starting to wear down, and it's all credit to this Wildcat offense. They are just really dominate that line of scrimmage. He's got over 100 yards passing. When's the last time we've seen guards with 100 yards passing? That's something you haven't seen all year. The big strike to uh, Grayson Leal was at 78 alone. You know, last week he had 96, I believe, and now tonight, so... We're seeing something from Garza in the last two games that we haven't seen much of throughout the year. Wildcats trying to punch it in. They lead 38-21 to over Kerrville Tybee. Tybee owns the series record 5-4. to They've played nine times. Prior to tonight's matchup, Barrett, three yards deep behind the quarterback. Toss sweep to the B train. 
trying to get to the outside, lunging forward, flag coming in late. See what the uh, penalty is going to be. Flag came in from the uh, side judge, which is really interesting because he really should be watching the ball carrier going into the end zone or where he steps out of bounds. But that flag came in from the uh, side judge. And I might be a holding against the Wildcats. Normally that will come from your umpire, not from your side judge. Going to back him up to the – What's that, 13-yard line, Coach? Second down and third. Barrett still in the backfield. Garza under center. Leal motions across the line of scrimmage. Hand off to Barrett. Barrett on the right side. Rumbling forward inside the 10 to about the 9-yard line. Barrett, the ball carrier, picks up four yards on the run before being tackled by... Nixon. Charlie Hill is ready to come back in. He's getting his helmet back on, but he's on the sideline, so Barrett will remain in the game. Jeremiah Earl, Grayson Leal in the backfield. Takes to Barrett, Garza looking. He's going to be hit and brought down. And, Coach, he may be out of uh, field goal range now. Tackled by number 44, Gonzalo Hernandez. And now Garza's slow to get up. Bring it back to the 22-yard line. Charlie Hill's going to check in. Third down and goal from the 22. Nine minutes and 43 seconds. Barrett will check out. Huge holding call, which Barrett looked at, got in the end zone, backed him up to 10 yards. And now, is that going to be a delay of game? Delay of game. Two penalties inside your 25-yard line, a holding, and now a delay of game, and a third down and goal from the 27-yard line coming up. And unfortunately, this isn't the NFL where a pass interference will get you a first down. Wildcats will spread them out. Garza, shotgun formation, Charlie Hill, motions across the line of scrimmage. Garza looking. He's going to complete it to number 10, Kitagua, but he's going to be well short of the first down. He's going to be about the 16-yard line, but that may put us in field goal range for number 85, Colin Kishnick, and he will come in for the uh, field goal attempt. Bring up the Wildcats, fourth and goal from the 16. We're going to spot the ball at the 24, at the 24-yard line. So a 34-yard field goal coming up for Kiesnick. Keep an eye on the snap. Snap is good. Kick is strong enough. Is it straight enough? It's through the upright. 
8 minutes and 27 seconds, and Kiesnick makes the score 41-21 to 21, Cal Allen. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. Both his kicks have sounded really good. Yeah. When you go to their site, so you to subscribe. no, yeah, we use, yeah, create a login, sign in, and once you sign in, you go to the team and it'll say uh, stats, player stats, team stats, individual stats, whatever. Mm-hmm. Ah. Not a dime. Case Nick. High end over end kick. This one's going to be a short kick, taken at the 15-yard line. Coming up field is the Antler return man, and he's going to bring it out to about the 35-yard line where Furville Tyvee will take over first down and 10 with 8.19 left to go in this game. Wildcats unable to capitalize. They had first down and goal at the three-yard line. And credit to the safety. Uh, Garza looked like he was going to go into the end zone, but that open field tackle by the safety held him at the three-yard line and really saved four points. That should be an illegal substitution, Coach. Player running off the field after the uh, whistle had blown, but they're not going to call it. Pass play. And it's a complete. The number seven. Green came up and put the hit. He didn't wrap up, and now Green is slow to come up. The pass was complete to number seven, but we do have a player on the on the carpet. Green, slow to get up at about the 37-yard line, and he had perfect timing, Coach. He was right there as the, the receiver made the catch. Just unfortunately didn't wrap up to make the tackle, and uh, the receiver was able to break free and picked up about another 15 yards after the initial contact by the uh, defender, Brent Green. Second time tonight, Green has been a little slow to get up, but he's going to stand up and work his way off the field. Brenham and uh, Alice in the third quarter. Alice has just scored to make it a game. 35-31, 35-31, to 31, Brenham over the Alice Coyotes. That game being played in San Antonio, I believe, is at Comalander Stadium. Right down the road from us. Five wide receivers for the uh, Antlers. Quick pass to the uh, wide receiver, and it's going to be caught inside the 40 to about the 38-yard line. Myers on the reception, Barrett on the tackle and tied again quickly to the line of scrimmage. Handle dropping back, hit as he throws, trying to go downfield. Nobody there on the reception trying to hit McCoy. McClure on the coverage, but he overthrew McCoy by about 10 yards. 
The green has checked back into the game, number two. Good to see that young man back on the field. Panel, empty backfield. Second down, I'm sorry, coming up. Wide open is number four, and he's going to walk it in the end zone. So Myers, on a busted coverage, takes it in from about 36 yards out with 7.29, and you don't want time to score that quick, Coach. 50 seconds is all it took for them to get on the board. Point after coming up. Zirkle with the kick. This one, straight enough. It's through the upright. Seven minutes and 29 seconds. Cal Allen, 41-28 for the Antlers. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. You're uh, Tyvee, you starting to think onside kick here? Maybe. Looks like we got our hands team in. Onside kick coming up. This one's not going to even make it to 10 yards. So a break for the Cal Island Wildcats as Zirkle was attempting the onside kick. He kicked it from the 40, and it went out of bounds at the 46. So a break for the Wildcats as Kerrville Tybee unable to execute on the onside kick. They're going to say it went out of bounds at the 42, Coach. I was thinking more of the 46, but they're going to spot it at the 42, so it's next to be about a two-yard kick. Maybe, yeah, maybe the baby went out at the 47 and the five-yard penalty. Is that what it was? 7.29. Cats catch a huge break. They'll start this drive at the 42-yard line. Garza, under center, will start working the clock. Hand off to number one, Charlie Hill. Hill on the right side, breaking tackles. Hill is going to be out of bounds at about the 18-yard line. Picks up, picks up 13 yards on the play. And only thing you would have liked to have seen him stay in bounds to keep that clock rolling, but... We'll take it first down and 10 for Cal Allen. Inside the red zone at the 19-yard line. Area round of the playoff. 
Winner will advance to play the winner between Alice and Brenham next week at the Alamo Dome. Handoff over to the left side. I believe that was, is that 23? Epi Hinojosa, I saw a white helmet come out of the pile. And that was Jeremiah Earls. I didn't see any logos on the helmet. Oh, there it is. How is that not a penalty when you rip his helmet off? Somehow or another, the hand had to get underneath the shell of the helmet, either the top, the side, or the bottom. The helmet doesn't come off by itself. <laughs> Second down and 10 for the Wildcats. Beasley checks in for Earl. Now we'll have a flag, and this time it's going to be against the Wildcats, but again, just against the Wildcats. Still baffled by the no call as Earl had his helmet ripped off and thrown back about 10 yards from the line of scrimmage. Coaching staff in front of us still talking to the sideline to the uh, line judge, you know, asking him, "How was that not a call?" Timeout taken by the Wildcats with one second on the play clock, six minutes and thirty-seven seconds. We're going to keep it right here. We're going to thank our sponsors tonight, Coach. So many people for making it possible. How about Gulf Coast Graphics? Mr. Roy's Fireworks, Sharky's Transportation, Dr. Anthony Gonzalez, Beck and Matson Buick, GMC of the Coastal Bend, Diamond Cut Graphics and Shine On Car Wash, BCRV, Nolan's Original Poor Boys, Mike Shaw Toyota, and Grande Communications. There's so many people to make these games possible. Coach, 12 weeks, these sponsors have helped us out, and we're hoping to make it week 13 next week from the Alamo Dome. And we're six minutes and 37 seconds away from advancing to the next round. The Wildcats here, if they can just uh, pick up a couple of more first downs, just kind of grind it out. Just keep that offense on the sideline, and you're looking to advance into the third round. Jared Garza the under center. Face it. Now he's going to dump it off to the far flat. Charlie Hill on the reception. Hill going upfield, and he's going to be close to the first down. It is, Grayson. We have a player on the field for the Wildcats. One of our linemen looks like Ty Buchanan. A little slow to get up. He was able to come up to his knees, but uh, you can tell that as soon as the play ended, Ty Buchanan went down, and I believe that's going to bring in number 69, Young blood, he normally fills in for him. But a great play by Grayson Leal. And sure enough, there comes a young man, Ty Buchanan, coming off under his own power. Young blood will take over for him on the uh, left side of the line. One person you're forgetting is mom. How do you think mom feels up here in the stands when she gets to see that, you know, her own boy walking off? That will be a great feeling knowing he's all right. Going to bring up a third down and one for the Wildcats. 
And off to Barrett on the right side. Barrett still on his feet. Picks up enough for the first down. He's going to be inside the five. What looks to be about the four-yard line. It'll be first down and goal for Kel Allen with 6.19 left to go in this game. Good for a Wildcat first down. Both teams. Defense for Kerrville Tyvee has been on the field quite a bit tonight. Again, that's something they're not used to. First down and goal from the three. B train in the backfield. Has two touchdowns already. Garza on the keeper. Lunges forward inside the three. Looks like they're going to spot him at about the two. And a flag coming in late. From the far side judge, there have been some extra talking going on. That came in really late, Coach. Yeah, unsportsmanlike conduct against Kerrville Tyvee. And really, at this point, half the distance to the goal gives you a yard. Referee going to talk it over with the uh, Coach Jones. Bring up a Wildcat, first and goal from the one-yard line. Wait for the uh, side judge to get back. Uh, Wildcats are breaking the huddle. Side judge still talking it over with Coach Jones. Now he'll hustle back to the line of scrimmage. Five minutes, 42 seconds. Clock starts. Barrett in the backfield. Will it be the B train? It'll be Garza on the quarterback keeper. Jumps over the goal line for the touchdown. Five minutes and 32 seconds. Wildcats with a point after looking to extend their lead. Currently 47 to 28 with a point after coming up. Some of the faithful from across the stands will start making their way to the parking lot. Two-point conversion coming up. Handoff, left side, driving into the end zone, and it's good. Trying to see who came up on the bottom of the pile. Was that 34? No good. In on the stop. Oh, I thought he was in. No good on the point after. Five minutes, 32 seconds. Cal Allen, 47. Kerrville Tyvee, 28. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. 30 seconds, hit man. 30 seconds, please. I want to know how he called the holding on the on the Barrett play, but didn't call the the ripping the helmet off. That's not even his call on the holding over here. That's the umpire's call. Jared Garza takes it in from one yard out. The uh, two-point conversion was no good. 
Wildcats lead 47 to 28. That was set up by the onside kick that went out of bounds by Zirkle, giving the Wildcats the ball at the 42-yard line. Kishnick, high end-over-end kick. This one's going to bounce at the 14-yard line. I believe that's Myers on the return. Myers still on his feet, going on the far sideline. Myers still running down the sideline, finally tackled at about the 22-yard line. Not the quarterback. It was Panel. He took that about the 14-yard line, Coach, and he takes it to the 22-yard line of the Wildcats. Wildcats just didn't stay in their lanes on that one, though, Coach. You can see where Panel kind of hesitated, and once he hesitated, it seemed like the coverage just broke down. Tybee, first down and 10. They're going to spot it at the 23-yard line. Middleton stands to his right. Panel dropping back, looking for his wide receiver. Incomplete. Incomplete. You can see Weiser. I'm trying to see that was Weiser, Coach. No, it's not Weiser. Trying to see the young man just walk behind. He's got his jersey up. After the uh, play was over, he was coming in, and there was a little bit of extra push in there on the bottom of the ground by the lineman. He came up and was talking to the referee about it, just saying, hey, we're going to let this go. Second down and 10. Panel dropping back. Pressure looking downfield. This one's going to be intercepted. It's great. Green's got the 20. He's got the 25. Nothing but green grass in front of him. He's got the 45. He's got the 50. And finally brought down at the 32-yard line. So Green finally comes up with his interception. And he's a little slow to come off the field, Coach, but Green... Intercepted that ball inside the five-yard line. 65-yard interception return by Green. Four minutes and 58 seconds, so the big return, kickoff return, nullified by the interception by Green. And the Wildcats will have the ball first down and 10 at the 38-yard line with four minutes and 58 seconds. And now, Coach, this is where you'd like to see just the slow, take the ball down the field, just run it out. Try to strip it. Gives us some time to check in on the uh, scoreboard from around the area, Coach. Some interesting games we're kind of following. Brenham has opened up their lead. They are late in the third quarter. They now lead 49-37 to over the Alice Coyotes. There's still a minute and ten seconds left in the third quarter of that game. Uh, Port Lavaca is a trailing Bernie Champion. There's six minutes left to go in that game. Bernie Champion, 42-32 to over Port Lavaca. Jared Garza hands it off. 
Trying to go right up the middle, and I believe that's number one, Charlie Hill. It is Hill on the carry up to the uh, 30-yard line. I would rather. Don't want to sound biased. At the 31-yard line, the clock is rolling. Wildcats taking their time. Five seconds on the play clock. Garza down to one, and he is able to get the snap. Garza on the quarterback keeper. Garza's got the 20. He's got the 15. He wants another touchdown. Garza's going to take it in from 31 yards out. Unbelievable night by your quarterback, Jared Garza. Thirty-one yard touchdown run by number eight. Jared Garza with four oh one. It's so much for a slow, methodical drive. Kishnick for the point after. Green will hold. Snap on the way. Kishnick with the kick. This one's is going to be wide right. Four minutes and one second left to go in this game. Cal Allen, 53-28 to 28 over Kerrville Tivy. We'll be back with more Wildcat football on 1360 KKTX. A lot of talking. You see a lot of talking going on down there. You see where the seems like there's a lot of talking. You see where after they scored. Yeah. Kieschnick with the pooch kick, taken by number two, and he's going to be brought down at about the 27-yard line. The return by Sony Rhodes, and uh, on the loop pooch kick, trying to keep it away from the deep man. Nice job by Kieschnick, and Kerrville will take over first down and 10 from the 27-yard line. You can see the frustration starting to set in, Coach. I was talking about it in the break. You can see there's a lot of talking going on. And uh, there in the last two drives, you saw some extra pushing. You saw Hill was down. A couple extra hits got put on him. I talked about the linebacker, uh, you know, the lineman, you know, kind of pushing on him on the ground. So you're going to have to keep an eye on it here late in this game. Tyvee not used to being in this position. First down and 10 from the 28-yard line. Panel dropping back, has pressure, and he's going to be hit and brought down inside the 25-yard line at the 21. 
Three minutes and 27 seconds. Wildcats with a commanding 53-28 to 28 lead over Kerrville Tide. Paddle dropping back, trying to hit his wide receiver on the slant. That's number seven, his intended receiver. Drop incomplete. That's Christian Wayne on the intended receiver. Drops incomplete. Third down now and about 17 to go for the Antlers. Shotgun formation. Running back stands to the left of the panel. Takes to the running back. Now dropping back, looking to go downfield. Looking to go at McCoy, but not even close on the pass attempt. McClure and Green on the coverage. And now a fourth down play coming up for Tyvee. And trying to see if they're going to send the punt team in, Coach. I can't, can't imagine that they're not, but. Fourth down coming up for this defense of the Wildcats. Shotgun formation. Pressure. Panel trying to hit his wide receiver. It's caught by McCoy. McCoy spins and gets away. And he's still on his feet. Going across field. And he's still drawing at the 30. Stop. Finally going to be brought down by number 21, Duff. And that was all McCoy on that one, Coach. That's an incredible play. You can now see why he's their number one wide receiver, but just a heck of a play. But, uh, you know, some would-be tackles that he was able to get through. Waiting for the chains to get set up. Got a timeout on the field by no timeout. Oh, referee hasn't started the clock. Now wind it. Kerrville walked over to the sideline to talk to their coaching staff. The referee had to call him back onto the field of play. Play clock down to 12 seconds. Shotgun formation. Handel fakes it. Now he's going to drop it off to his wide receiver. Trying to get into the end zone. Drives two defenders. It is. Drake drug two would-be tacklers from about the four-yard line into the end zone with 2.19 remaining. And Kerrville Tyvee with another touchdown on the board, making it 53-34 to with a point after coming up. Coach, how far of a pass is that? 20-25, 19-yard touchdown pass with a point after through the upright. Two minutes and 19 seconds. Kell Allen, 53. Kerrville Tyree, 35. We'll be back after this 30-second commercial on 1360 KKTX.
19-yard touchdown pass from Panel to Drake. His third touchdown of the night. Cuts the lead to 53-35. to An onside kick from Kerrville Tyvee. And this one will go out of bounds. Will circle with his second attempt of the night. On the onside kick, both times the ball has gone out of bounds, Coach. He's not given his special teams an opportunity to recover. Other break for the Wildcats. Oh, he's been, I, I tell you what, Kishnek tonight has pretty much matched him toe-to-toe. <laughs> been a, a, a night of kicking and offense. 53 points for the Wildcats on this antler defense, and Cal Allen will take over on the 49-yard line of the Antler side. Garza, under center, handoff, Charlie Hill. He's going to be hit by number 44, Gonzalo Hernandez. He's going to lose a yard on the play. He'll be brought down at the 50-yard line. Kerrville Tybee has two timeouts remaining on the scoreboard. Cal Allen has one timeout. We're under two minutes to play. Number 42, Jose Avila brings the play from the sideline. Look for guards that take the play clock down inside the five seconds. Looks up at the clock. Currently at five. Garza. Ball on the carpet. Picks it up. Garza lunging, driving forward. And he's going to get to the 31-yard line. Coach, was the ball on the ground? I thought the ball, did he? Okay. I thought so. And And if Tyvee's not taking timeouts, Coach, I think the Wildcats will just set up in their victory formation. Coach Jones seems to be throwing in the white flag. And he picks it up and and goes for Goes for what? What was that, 19, 18 yards? You know, the ball was at the 50, and it's now at the 31. Under a minute to play in this game, Wildcats will set up on the victory formation. Garza takes a knee. And, Coach, if you told me we'd be taking a knee when a victory formation against this Kerrville Tybee game, I would not. I would not buy it. The Wildcats with a dominating victory over the Kerrville Tyvee Antlers. And Garza is going to go up and snap it one more time. He'll take a knee. And that's going to be it. The final from Floresville, Eschenberg Stadium, Cal Allen 53, Kerrville Tyvee 35. We'll be back with the post-game show right here on 
All right, welcome back to the postgame show. Coming to you from Floresville, Texas, where the Carolina Wildcats 53 to 35 over the Kerrville Tivy Antlers. As uh, Coach Jones and the Kerrville Tivy Antlers will finish their season at 10 and 2, Coach. And the Wildcats now improved to 11 and 1 with a dominating victory over this Kerrville Tivy Antlers. And, and, Coach, really, you got to give credit to that front line, these running backs, everybody, just complete domination from the opening kickoff. They had really kept this offensive explosive team in check uh, and, and just some great running by Hill, Earl, Garza looked like a, a different runner tonight, looked like a different player tonight. But uh, just a fantastic game. We do know that next week the Wildcats uh, will be playing Saturday night at 8 o'clock at the Alamo Dome, face the winner between the uh, Brenham Cubs and the Alice Coyotes. Looks like it's uh, Brenham with a 56-37 to 37 lead. There's six minutes left to go in that matchup, and we're no strangers to the uh, Brenham Cubs. We've played them before. Alice giving them a great matchup right now. Um, also want to congratulate Port Lavaca on a great season. Their season comes to an end tonight. Bernie Champion with a 42-32 to 32 win over Port Lavaca. So, again, the Sand Crab season has come to an end. Kerrville Tivy tonight as well. Their offseason uh, starts tomorrow, Coach Whitaker and Coach Jones. But, again, two great programs. Uh, but in the playoffs, Coach, the, you know, the team that gets hot, you know, the team that can stay injury-free, and whoever executes has a great opportunity of advancing. And that's what Cal Allen does tonight with a big, 53 to 35 victory over Kerrville Tivy. Fantastic win. You hit it right on the number. We just said dominated the game. Yeah, yeah, it went back and forth for a while. It was kind of easy to score. But as the game progressed, you know, we started the offensive line to do the part dominated the game. They dictated what, you know, Kerrville Tivy could do. See, one great adjustment was when Coach uh, Gamble went to that Nick and defense and told us to get him that four receivers. The defensive backs covered up on the receivers, and they gave our defensive linebackers the linebackers and Hopefully, Callaway, and Barry Spinell, and he just couldn't get the ball off when he needed to. But you can see how quick, powerful, quick striking offense that they have. They've got big receivers, they've got a great quarterback. 
great team. It was to tie the Antlers. Also want to congratulate Coach Sosa and the A.C. jones Beaver Trojans. Their season is coming to an end. El Campo with a 49-13 victory over the uh, Beaver Trojans. Uh, also want to congratulate the George West Longhorns. They come up victorious over the Edna Cowboys, 12-3. George West victorious. Uh, we'll try to pass on some other games for you. Uh, Flower Bluff, don't they, I guess they play tomorrow against San Antonio Wagner. So some other great matchups still taking place. Miller with a big win last night. They will advance into the third round as well. We're going to take one last break. We'll come back. We'll wrap things up with the stats. You're listening to the postgame show on 1360 KKTX. One minute, one minute. Hey, man, one minute. They say next week at the Alamo Dome, so I don't know who plays before us, but you know how we always we can get that middle spot for us. Brenham's way ahead now, 40, 49, I said, 49, 53 to 37 or something. Oh, sorry. I gotta be safe. Welcome back. Wildcats 53 to 35 over the Kerrville Tybee Antlers. As a coach, I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight on a Friday night, wherever you're at, at home, at work, in your car. Thanks for tuning us in right here on a Friday night. We're going to do it again next week at the Alamo Dome, where it looks like it's going to be the Brenham Cubs. If they can hold on against the Alice Coyotes, it'll be another great matchup uh, week three. But tonight we got to thank our statistician, Coach Mike Brotherton. We have the final numbers. What do we got, Coach?
Pierce caught eight passes for 106 yards and two touchdowns. McCoy caught four passes for 93 yards. Gray caught five passes for 84 yards and three touchdowns. Trying to progress the time in 15 minutes and 58 seconds. Man, what a what a stat sheet that is. Garza, an incredible game. Got to give credit to all these young men. And you got to give credit to the coaching staff, Coach Phil Danaher, Coach Campbell, uh, all these guys for putting up a great game plan, sticking with it, and making those adjustments, Coach. Uh, they did a great job going into halftime. Not only in halftime, but they came out with that 6-3, 6 linemen. They recognized it, and they went for that pass. Grayson Leal, that 78-yard touchdown pass, that was a key play where, uh, you know, they felt like, you know, they had some momentum, and then we struck right back with one play, 78 yards. So every time Kerrville thought they were getting back in the game, it just seemed like they came up with something big. You know, they had that big stop on the third down uh, in the third quarter. On fourth down, we go for it. Jared Garza, you know, takes it for about 20 yards inside the 10. You know, just they were jumping up and down, screaming, felt like they had a little bit of momentum, and just right back we punch them in the mouth. And, again, congratulations to Coach Jones and the Kerrville Tybee Antlers. Their season has come to an end, but the Wildcats will advance next week to the Alamo Dome, week three of the season. That's the uh, regional quarterfinals, if I'm correct, Coach. We've been there before. We've been been in the Alamo Dome. No strangers to the Wildcats. Uh, Brenham uh, will be coming in to San Antonio. They're playing there tonight against Alice at Comalander Stadium. But, again, it gets tougher each week. We saw a couple of teams go down tonight. Port Lavaca had a great season, along with A.C. Jones-Beville. Two teams have had a, a great season, but, Coach, at any time, you know, these teams can come out and execute and, you know, turnovers, penalties can cost you tonight. Wildcats, you know, had a great game, didn't turn it over. And what, we have four penalties for the night? You know, so. Yeah, Coach Brotherton letting us know. 56 to 37 with five minutes left to go. So it looks like Brenham uh, will be the opponent. I like to see that Bluebell truck when it pulls up outside. I just wish they had ice cream and not band instruments. But uh, I'd like to thank everybody for helping us out tonight. Be our producer tonight, the Hitman, helping us out tonight. Our statistician is Coach Mike Brotherton. Our audiovisual producer is Rich DeLeon, our color commentator. Coach Medina, thanks for being with us again. Uh, we got to work right. again next week, Coach. Oh, uh, absolutely. We'll do it again from Looking the Alamo. We got some bread and cups. There you go, 50. Three to 38, the victory. The Wildcats will advance to the next round. I'm Mike Guerrero. We'll do it again next week. Good night. God bless. Have a great evening.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.